What is up, MMA fans? Welcome to my channel. This is the MMA Anomaly Show with yours truly, Olin, aka MMA Anomaly. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and smash that bell for notifications. What is up, fight fans? Welcome back to another episode of the MMA Anomaly Show podcast. I am your host, Olin, aka MMA Anomaly, and today's episode is going to be going over the recent events of UFC Austin. So, starting at the bottom of the card, we had Roman Delize going in against Kyle Dawkins. Um, I'll be honest, I didn't really know how this fight was going to go. Uh, I, I felt like it was going to be anybody's guess, to be completely honest, because both men are very, very well-versed in combat, very well-skilled. But Roman Delize ended up coming out and landing a nasty knee. Um, again, as usual, I will try and throw some clips up in the video. Hopefully, I don't get those taken down. Just know... All of the clips that I'm using are from the fight card UFC Austin. You can look at that card or watch that card on ESPN+. Make sure you subscribe to that and they own all the rights to these uh, videos I'm using. Now, that being said, um, whether I get to use the videos here or not, my goodness, the sound that the knee made when Delize landed was horrifying. And the second that knee landed, in my opinion, it looked like Dawkins went out on his feet and then bam hit the mat and ate a couple of extra shots uh, just for good measure before the ref was able to run in and stop it. Great job to Delize and I definitely look forward to his next performance. The next one was definitely a little bit hard for me to watch considering I've trained at AKA. Um, I always root for the AKA guys. That being said, Deron Wynn went out there. He trained at AKA, Coach Khabib. He showed nothing but heart, grit, and determination, but it just simply wasn't enough against Wish.com Derek Brunson, AKA, Phil Haas, my God. Uh, the range and the power from Phil Haas was absolutely incredible and put on absolute display. I think it was a seven and a half reach advantage that Phil Haas had and every inch of it showed. I personally didn't think Deron Wynn was going to be able to even make it to a second round, judging how the first round looked, but he did. Uh, he did end up getting stopped about four minutes and 25 seconds into that second round. Um, and I was very, very happy that the ref called the stop to the fight because Man, Deron Wynn was just too tough for his own good on Saturday night. Speaking of hard to watch, uh, we had in this next fight, Eddie Wineland, an absolute veteran and legend of the sport, going in against Cody, the Spartan Stamen, who has had a rough few years, uh, those of you that know his backstory, as well as his uh, fight skid. Now, he went out there and absolutely put it on Eddie Wineland. Not only did he get his first knockout in the UFC, but he got his first knockout over an absolute legend, and after which Eddie Wineland did end up retiring. So to that, I say thank you for all the memories, Eddie Wineland. You have been nothing but entertaining, and you've just been a blessing to the sport and to the uh, promotion of the UFC. In the next fight, we had newcomer Maria Oliveira, um, Spider Girl, because she apparently reminds people of Anderson Silva at her gym, going in against Gloria DePaula. I didn't, again, I didn't know who was going to win this fight. Um, didn't bet on it because I don't know enough about both women. However, I will definitely be paying attention to both women more closely after this fight. Uh, I will say Maria Oliveira, definitely super entertaining. She threw like almost 300 strikes, nowhere near 300 strikes landed, but she was very entertaining, constantly pressuring forward, constantly throwing hard strikes. And in my opinion, she didn't so much look like Anderson Silva, but she did look like a vintage Leoto Machida, the way that she was coming forward with her uh, flurries, just ah! uh, honestly, very entertaining fighter to watch. 
Look forward to both of those women's next performance. Great win for Maria Oliveira. And let me know in the comments below if you agree with the judges on that one. Do you think Oliveira did enough to win that fight? Or do you think that it should have gone to DePaula? In the next fight, we had a featherweight clash between Danny Chavez and Ricardo Hamos. And holy spinning back elbows, Batman. I think Molly McCann has officially been dethroned for knockout of the year candidate and or spinning back elbow knockout of the year candidate because his was just perfect. And not only did he do it on Saturday, but this is the second time he's done it. I believe there's only been five spinning back elbow knockouts landed in the UFC, and this guy has two of them. So I tip my imaginary hat to you, Ricardo Hamos, and I cannot wait to see you do it a third time. In the next fight, we had a welterweight battle between uh, another legend of the sport, someone who's been here for a very long time, Mr. Court, the Crusher, McGee, going up against a fairly newcomer, Jeremiah Wells. Now, I know that Jeremiah Wells has power and pop. I just didn't think that was gonna be enough to beat a wily veteran like the Crusher, Court McGee. And boy, was I wrong. He ended up just lighting him up, knocked him out, laid him out flat. And uh, I mean, again, what a performance by Jeremiah Wells. I'll definitely be watching his career far more closely after this performance. And I look forward to seeing who they pair him up against next. In this next fight, we had a women's flyweight fight between Jasmine Jasvidikis going up against Natalia Silva. Now at the weigh-ins, I thought Natalia Silva had a great attitude. She seemed like a lot of fun. And I thought Jasvidikis or Jasvicious, Jasvidicious? I don't know. She has a hard to say last name. I apologize. Uh, Jasmine got all up in her face, tried to look like super gangster. And I mean, it, you don't have to do all of that, right? And in the fight, it looked like Sil Silva was definitely trying to get back at her for that. She lit her up on the feet, negated the takedown threat, and just made this fight an absolute nightmare. I haven't seen a flyweight women's fight go down as that much of a beating since the last few Valentina Shevchenko fights other than this last one, right? I mean, realistically, Natalia Silva could be a future threat to the women's flyweight division, and I, for one, am here for it. In this next fight, uh, if you follow MMA media, or if you watch any of the previous cards, or even some of my previous videos, I'm sure you know that Tony Kelly made some pretty racist remarks, um, and people have been asking Adrian Yanez to knock him out and saying that they can't wait to see him get his you know, revenge for that. Boy, did a lot of people smile during that fight, myself included. Um, Adrian Yanez went out there from start to finish and put it on him, and that is the meanest Adrian Yanez we have ever seen in that cage. He came out there like a man on a mission, and he made it nasty and gritty and painful. And to be completely honest, he whooped Tony across every part of that octagon. He hit him on the feet. He was hitting him with hooks, crosses, jabs. As soon as he knocked him down, he came around and hit him. It looked like the ref tried to stop him, and he still got in a couple of extra little pocket shots. Now, I was super thrilled to see Adrian Yanez win, not just because of the narrative going into it, but because I think Adrian Yanez is a future superstar, and this is only going to build the hype around him. Can't wait to watch him continue to move up in the division and fight maybe like a Sean O'Malley or somebody like that. In the next fight, we had a middleweight clash between a battle of the best nicknames in middleweight, possibly. We had Julian the Cuban Missile Crisis Marquez going up against Gregory Robocop Rodriguez. Gregory Rodriguez literally looks like Robocop, so it's kind of perfect. Um, I, I, I mean, I'll be honest, I am a Julian Marquez fan, even though he definitely fumbled the bag with Miley Cyrus. <sighs> Poor guy. 
Now, from the very beginning of this fight, it was just bad news bears for Julian, the Cuban Missile Crisis. Marquez, he ate one shot, and it looked like he was on wobbled feet from there. Uh, he just he couldn't get his feet back underneath him after eating that big shot, and every shot after that that landed, I don't know how many times he got knocked down, but if, I, if memory serves me correct, uh, mind you, I drank a little bit last night during the fights, I feel like he got knocked down possibly like four or five times across the, uh, what, three minutes and 18 seconds that the fight lasted, so... Definitely a good stoppage from the ref. Um, hoping for a quick recovery from Julian Marquez because he definitely took a lot of damage from RoboCop. And man, Gregory RoboCop Rodriguez, let's go. I'm looking forward to seeing who they pair that guy against next because it's definitely going to be a stud and that fight is definitely going to be a banger, whoever it is. Now, this next fight has controversy written all over it. We had Desmir Ismogulov versus uh, Guram Kutadeladze. I hope I didn't butcher that last name. Um... I thought Cuda Deladze did enough to win the fight. However, I could be wrong. Maybe I'd love to see what you guys thought in the comments below. And also, I didn't realize that Demir Ismogulov, I'm pretty sure, I'm like 99% sure, has Tourette's Syndrome. Because he was like ticking throughout the fights. And uh, I mean, honestly, is correct me if I'm wrong, is, does that make him the first fighter with Tourette's? Uh, either way, that's absolutely incredible to be able to overcome that and become not only a, an MMA fighter, but a UFC fighter. So. Hats off to him either way, uh, whether the judges got it right or wrong. He definitely got that win. Uh, Hard-fought win either way. And I look forward to watching both guys' careers blossom because they're both very young in their careers as far as I'm concerned and have a lot of growing to do. And I do see them rising to the occasion when the time calls and they start getting tougher opponents. Now, this next fight, we had Joaquin Buckley going up against Albert Duraev. Um, it ended up being a round two Dr. Stoppage. And... I mean, his eye was completely swollen shut. I, I don't remember who was saying it in the commentary. I believe it was Dominic Cruz that was saying they're basically going to have to pull a Rocky and say, cut me open, cut me open, because it was literally, his eye was completely swollen shut. So obviously, Doctor stops the fight. Joaquin Buckley gets the TKO, a.k.a. Doctor stoppage finish at five minutes into uh, round number two. Now, in the co-main event, um, obviously the elephant in the room, the co-main event we were originally supposed to have was going to be Cowboy Cerrone versus Joe Lozon, J-Lo, in a absolute legends fight. Now, as we know, six weeks ago this fight was scheduled, and Cowboy Cerrone pulled out the day of the fight with stomach cramp issues. Now, what's crazy is six weeks later, they rescheduled the fight. Both guys make weight again. Um, Joe Lozon doesn't show up to the live televised weigh-ins. They say because of stomach cramps, irony, but it wasn't stomach cramps. He actually was putting on his socks and locked his knee out. So maybe some kind of tear or some kind of issue with his like actual bone. Either way, he's gonna get that checked out. And uh, I don't know that they should reschedule this fight. I think it might just be our Tony versus Khabib uh, 2.0 cursed fights that are never gonna happen. Uh, that being said, I wish both men well. And uh, moving into the actual co-main event, we got Tim the Dirty Bird Means going up against Kevin Big Mouth Holland himself. Uh, I love Kevin Holland. Big fan of Tim Means also, but I typically bet with my heart instead of my brain. And my brain was telling me Tim Means. My heart was telling me Kevin Holland. I ended up betting with my brain. And boy, did I freaking mess up. Because Kevin Holland went out there. His striking looked better than ever. He looked so, so fast and crisp on the feet. The way that he was snapping the jab off. The way that he was landing every single thing with precision and accuracy and just speed and timing. Just everything was firing on all cylinders for Kevin Holland. 
and every single thing was just right on the money for Kevin Holland last night at UFC Austin. Um, not only did he end up winning this fight, but he won it via submission and just told Dim Means, uh, welcome to the Darce side. He hit him with the Darce choke and it was beautifully executed. Everything was well set up. Uh, Tim Means will definitely bounce back from this. He's a wily veteran himself, 32 and 13. Come on, the guy's been around the block. Um, Kevin Holland, that being said, I think has definitely found his weight class in welterweight, and I look forward to watching him become a future superstar even more so than he already is. Again, in the main event, we were met with a little bit of controversy. We had Josh Emmett going in against Calvin Cater. I thought Calvin Cater won the fight, and the biggest issue that I have with the judging of this is that round four was apparently the deciding factor. Um, the judges' scorecards were released, and in those scorecards being released, we all saw that round four was the deciding factor. And if you watch that fight, Calvin Cater won round four. He dominated round four. So if, if anything, that was the easiest round to judge for Calvin Cater. I thought that he won three out of five rounds. I thought he should have gotten the win. MMA judging is definitely a problem and a concern and a point of conversation that is on everybody's minds lately. I would love to see below how you would recommend MMA judging be changed and what recommendations you would have to actually fix the problems we have. Again, thanks for joining us. Thanks for checking out the channel and listening to the episodes or watching the episodes if you're on YouTube. Uh, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, smash the bell for notifications, and I will see you next time. Thanks.